turn it on. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to everyone online. Great to be here this morning. Um, I want to, uh, <coughs> you got a heavy heart this morning. Uh, my brother Henry shared that uh, <coughs> Kinesis and him have gone their separate ways. Kinesis is down in Florida. And uh, I uh, prayed with him, and I want you to pray for both of them and, and support them. Um, I, I don't believe it's over yet. That's what I told Henry. I don't believe it's over yet. And, uh, uh, I'm going to pray right now. Dear Lord our God, we uh, humbly come before you, thanking for our brother and sister Henry and Kenise and their little family, Father. Uh, um, Lord, we know you can heal all things. Uh, we know that we're <clears throat> we let the world and its um, problems Get us down, Father, but you are a mighty God, and we pray for that situation. We pray whatever it takes, Father, that you would heal that situation, that you would bring them back together, Father, that we would love them, support them, pray for them, Father, and realize this world is tough out there, Father, and, and we need you more than ever, Father. As we bring you um, your word this morning, let it, let, it, uh, let it come into our hearts and minds, Father, and let us um, be rejoiced that we have a Savior that can heal all things, Father. You are a great God, Father. We love you, and we pray, especially right now, for Henry and Kenise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Uh, lesson this morning is based on uh, Proverbs chapter 1, <clears throat> verse 7. Uh, and it's a powerful scripture. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Powerful words by Solomon. Uh, and it isn't so true uh, when we don't fear and respect our mighty God that we are being a fool. We are being led astray by the world and its temptation and desires. And uh, so Solomon talks about two kinds of people. Uh, one who fears God. That's most of all of us in this room. We fear God. We have a reverence for him. But then he talks about the fools. Uh, we were all there once upon a time. And uh, but Jesus warns us about uh, being a lukewarm Christian. I think he spends a lot of time with that. Uh, uh, the person who might say, uh, God is love, he will always forgive me. Why, that is true. Why, that is true. Um, but if you don't fear the Lord, if you don't put him first in everything, uh, you need to. You need to. Uh, the foundation of knowledge is to fear God, to honor and respect God, to love, uh, live in awe of him. He, he is a mighty God. He's somebody to be respected and honored uh, all of his power and to obey his mighty word, his mighty word. And uh, we're going to read about that today. And, uh, you know, I love, I've been reading, studying Proverbs now for the last, oh, I guess, <clears throat> probably three or four months. I try to I try to uh, get into the Word of God and prepare my mind for what I might bring for a lesson down the road. And I've been writing a, writing a lot of articles about it, and it's really uh, continued to teach me how, how there's nothing that's not true in the book of Proverbs. It's all God-inspired, God-given. God, um, and uh, and uh, I wrote in the, uh, the bulletin that uh, you know, uh, Solomon talks about the heart and how, how important the heart is, and 
It wasn't until 2,700 years later that the physician realized how important the heart was and how it pumps blood through our veins. So Solomon, inspired by God, talk, talks about how important the heart is. Is uh, uh, the wisest man to ever live in 37 times in Proverbs, he talks about wisdom, uh, how important it is. And at least 125 times through God's word, we need God's wisdom. Uh, without it, uh, we not, would, would not live a godly life. Um, I ask you, do you treasure godly wisdom? I think treasure is such a, a great word to, to bring out and how much we need to treasure God's word, how important it is to us. Um, do you seek it? Uh, do you pray for it? Uh, do you cherish it? Uh, when you do, you get a passion for God's word. I, 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 I have a passion for God's word. You know, we, we love God's word. We, we like to teach it and preach it and talk about it all the time. And it's, uh, it's part of our lives, and I want it to be part of your life. Um, I go back to that same old scripture I, I quote all the time, do you hunger and thirst for righteousness? Is it, is it part of your life? Is it something you, you, you put first in, in whatever you do? So let's look at the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. For gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Um, so, wisdom of the scriptures is so important. Um, and it's what I search for daily. I, I, uh, I, I'll be honest, I, I can be a know-it-all. I can, I can be somebody who thinks they know uh, the answers, and I need to pray for that daily because I don't know it all. I don't know it all, and, I, I've, I've, and God has humbled me over and over again to realize I need the w wisdom of the Scriptures. Um, and uh, the word wisdom in Scriptures means to use... Uh, uh, the right use of knowledge, the right use of God's word. Uh, so many wise people out there, and in this day and age of of information, right at our fingertips, right at our fingertips at all times, we uh, we can get to thinking that we're really wise. And what does the scripture warn us about being wise? Don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Uh, but have the mindset of Christ Jesus. Um, <coughs> So godly wisdom is so important. Now let's look at what Paul says a little bit about it in Philippians chapter 3. For whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participate in his sufferings, become, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Uh, amen. Paul considered nothing... Nothing more important than knowing Christ. And, um, he gave up everything. Um, 
Paul had it all before he came to Jesus. And uh, he was a Jewish leader. He was a Pharisee of Pharisees. He had a great upbringing. He had family background. Uh, but he says, I consider it garbage that I may gain Christ Jesus. He gave it all up gladly to follow Christ. What, what changed? What changed? Something amazing when he met, met Jesus on that road to Damascus. The power of Jesus Christ changes people from the inside out. And it changed him in, in, in an incredible way. I ask you, and, and he gave up everything, right? He says, I consider it all garbage, all my former life. Um, what have you given up for Christ? I ask, you know, do I see you give up Sunday mornings. Um, but uh, it's so important that we give up our time. Um, uh, maybe give up our favorite TV show uh, or even that cell phone time or, or your money. Uh, it's so important. What changed Paul? The power of Jesus Christ. Um, what, when you make Jesus your Lord like Paul did, the scriptures change you. You and I need to say, like with Paul, I want to know Christ more. Verses 8 through 10, I want to read that again. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is found through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God, the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Four times, Paul says, I want to know Christ. If anybody knew Christ, Paul knew Christ. What does that tell me? I need to know Christ more. I need to, every daily to know Christ, to be rejuvenated in him. You know, no amount of self-improvement, uh, discipline, or religious effort can make you right with God. Only your complete faith in Christ Jesus can make you righteous. Um, let's flip back to um, Philippians, um, excuse me, Proverbs chapter 2. One through six. <clears throat> my son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud, aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth, comes knowledge and understanding. <clears throat> Wisdom comes um, from God in his revealed world. Word, and it's just, what is the source of it? Knowledge and understanding. Getting into God's word and understanding it. You have to search for it with all your heart, as, as he says. God wants, God's word is full of hidden treasure. Huh? That's what I say every time I open God's word, I find hidden treasure. It's like going on a, a treasure hunt. Uh, how powerful and mighty God's word is. And I encourage you to go on a treasure hunt every day. Spend at least whatever time you can in God's word and let it, let it uh, be a treasure to your heart and soul. Um, then you're going to hunger and thirst for righteousness. You're going to search God's word like it was a treasure hunt uh, that never ends. It really is. It's a treasure hunt that never ends. Um, you know, verse 4 says, If you look for it as silver... And search for it as hidden treasure. That's what we need to do. Look for it as silver. And search for it as hidden treasure. Look and search. Um, 
And read with me what Jesus says about that in Matthew chapter 7, 7 and 8. I fell in love with these scriptures. Uh, Max Lucado uh, has a study guide, study books that we've used quite a bit over the past five years. And in the front of it, Max gives you a hint on how to study the Bible. And he uses these scriptures as the guideline on uh, how important it is. Uh, seven <coughs> verses 7 and 8. Ask and will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Yeah. Jesus doesn't expect, accept my lukewarm efforts. He doesn't want, he doesn't want my lukewarm, half-hearted efforts. What does he say? He says, ask and it will be given to you. Ask for wisdom. Ask for time to share, share God's word with him. Ask for that relationship you want to have with him. And then what do you got to do with it? You got to seek it. You got to search for it. Remember, search like... You're searching for hidden treasure. Seek it. And then finally, knock and the door will be opened to you. You will be blessed beyond anything you can ask or imagine. But when you seek God's word out every day, you will be blessed so much. And that's the reward. You know, it, it would be no good if there was no reward, right? We need reward. Uh, we need to be encouraged. And that's what the scriptures do for us. That's what, that's what God will do in your life. And I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through, it, it may seem like... It's the end of the world, but God has, has a plan. He has you in his hand. I encourage you to highlight um, Matthew chapter 7, 7 and 8. Can I ask you a question about your Bible? Um, how, important it is, how important is it to you? Very important. I like that one. I like that one. You know, um, <laughs> I, I love this book. It's, it's the only book I really pay much attention to. Um, and uh, it's... I pray that it would be real important to you. Uh, do you spend uh, as much time in, in God's Word as you do on that little electronic device? I hope you do. You know, uh, is, is your Bible um, got any highlights in it? Get a highlighter. I encourage you. We, we used to have highlighters out back, and it's, it's very important. I, I love my highlighter because, you know, when I, when I stumble and bumble up here looking for words to say, all I got to do is look. I do, and it, and it teaches me what to say next. God's word uh, just leaps out of its pages into my heart and mind. The Holy Spirit works. God's word is like hidden treasure. Um, my second point today is that it's, it's, I know it's a challenge to search the scriptures. I know it really is. Um, I'm fortunate. I'm self-employed. I get to set my, sort of set my own hours. I even get to sit in the middle of the restaurant, open the Bible up, give them all my stuff out, and occasionally someone asks me a question. <laughs> or they might might see what what's going on, and uh, I'm very blessed. But it's it is a challenge. Um, but you know what? When we we gather here, we gather here on Sunday morning at 9:30. Everyone's got their Bibles open all around the table. What a, what a blessing! And I'm sure you maybe you can't come early on Sunday, but you got your Bible. You can open it up first thing in the morning or Monday night men's. They all bring their Bibles. You know, I embarrass them if they don't. <laughs> what are you doing with that electronic device put that away <laughs> but it is so important uh, you, when you come to our Bible studies uh, you know with the ladies on Wednesday night you know, barbershop Bible study Thursday morning uh, Friday night at the house uh, mixed Thursday morning uh, uh, class it's, it's, it's awesome how many opportunities we have to, to search the scriptures and, 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 and correctly apply God's word
I think that's so important. Um, how about the, the greatest commandment? Do you know where that started in your Bible? Well, I'm going to tell you. Deuteronomy chapter 6, 4 through 9. Flip with me to that. Or you can watch it up on the screen. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. And this is a great one to highlight because this involves you and your family. This involves how important it is for you and your family. And uh, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on you them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your forehead. Write them on the door frames of your house, houses and on your gates. You know, Diane took this scripture literally, and you, if you come into her bedroom, <laughs> you see how scripture is all around the bedroom. And, it, and it's so true. All I got to do is look up and realize how important it is. And uh, I come in from a bad day, I, uh, all I get is go in to her room and, and uh, God lights up my life and it's so important. Um, uh, with so many distractions, uh, the, the world wants to tear you apart, but scripture will bring you back together. Scripture will make you realize that you need to love your God with all your strength, with all your heart, with all your mind um, and love and you love your family and teach that your family as you go along. Um, search the scriptures and you will find hidden treasure only found in Jesus. Uh, back to Colossians chapter 2. One through seven. I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me personally. When Henry shared that with me before service, uh, I prayed hard with Henry, and I'm going to keep contending for Henry and Kenise, and, and we need to take to heart how important God is in our lives, and we need to pray for one another. And Paul does says this so well, my goal is that you may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that you may know the full riches of complete understanding in order that you may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom all treasures, all treasures of wisdom and knowledge, is that word treasure, wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. Don't be a fool. Don't let fine-sounding arguments. Don't let the world uh, change what you know to be true in the, in the gospel. It's so important to have wisdom and knowledge of what the word says. Because don't be fooled. Because the world, world wants to turn you into a fool. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit. And delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. So then, just as you receive Christ, Jesus Lord, continue to live your lives in him. Rooted and built up in him. Strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. I am so thankful, Father, for, for the scriptures that you have opened up my heart and mind it, it changes everything uh, notice what Paul says in, in verse 2 my goal is that you may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that you may know the full riches of complete understanding in order that you may know the mystery of God namely Christ the, the full riches are, are in his word 
powered by the Holy Spirit that, that is in you. Uh, your spirit and the word connect in this, this power. That you uh, have a life full of richness. Uh, verse 3, to that hidden treasure in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge um, only found in Christ. It also says, don't be deceived. Don't be fooled. The, the world wants to change your heart and change your mind when you leave here. But fools don't listen to wisdom and, and instruction. Christians do. Christians listen to wisdom and instruction. Be disciplined and your faith will be firm in Christ Jesus. How firm is your faith? The answer is in 6 and 7. So then just as you receive Christ as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. Rooted and built up in him. Strengthen in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Uh, starts right out. Um, continue to live your life in Christ. Being rooted deep down you're in him. Built up, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. I'm so thankful, Father. Uh, I'm so thankful, God, for how you taught me. And uh, as we uh, open the scriptures, I pray God is teaching you today. And that your faith is firm. Um, and continue to live your life in Christ Jesus, rooted, built up, and strengthened. That's what happens when you search the scriptures. Um, more from Paul on, on searching the scriptures. Uh, Paul's protege, uh, Timothy, has so many great things. We studied Timothy a little while ago, and it, it's so, uh, so uplifting and encouraging to hear Paul's words to Timothy. Second, uh, Timothy uh, chapter 2, 15. <clears throat> Hear me, congregation, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not be ashamed, who correctly handles the word of truth. Uh, so important. Um, I don't want to be stand in front of God and be ashamed. I want to I <laughs> know his word the best that I can, best that my little mind can, can take in and my heart and, and, and soul just want to know Christ and, and know the, the power of, of Jesus Christ and the resurrection from the dead. Um, Someday we'll stand before him and he will examine what kind of worker we will have been for him. Um, search the scriptures. Your life will be built on him. 2 Timothy 3.16 talks a little bit more about that. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus who will will judge the living and the dead and in view of his appearing and his kingdom. I give you this charge, Paul says. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with a sound doctrine. Instead, they will suit their own desires. They will be fools out there. who want their own, they, want their, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all of your ministry. Um, you and I have a ministry, whether you know it or not. And, and it's uh, to be thoroughly equipped, to be ready in season and out of season. You never know when you're, you're going to have to um, defend your faith to somebody. Uh, so search the scriptures. And what, what happens? You'll be ready for every good work. Uh, what does James say? Faith without works is dead. Um, and we need, 
We need to have uh, a strong faith that will lead to great works. My third point and, um, is this. The, um, the key is the book. The key is your Bible. I encourage you to bring it to services. I encourage you to open it daily. Um, that's the main theme of Proverbs. Um, understand the fear of the Lord and you will have the same mindset of Christ Jesus. Solomon says only a fool ignores godly wisdom and instruction. Um, we live in a foolish world. Um, don't fall into that trap. Uh, have the same mindset of Christ. Uh, Proverbs chapter 2, 1 through 11. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turn your ears to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield for those who walk walk is blameless for he guides the course of the just and protects the ways of his faithful ones then you will understand what is right and just and fair in every good path for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you uh, it's written in the bulletin um, go to that and read that scripture again there's so much in there we could preach a whole lesson on that, that right there but it, it's um, it is so true. Um, search for it like hidden treasure and you will um, understand the fear of the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. <clears throat> 9 and 10. However, it is, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. You search the scriptures. You dive into them. You will be amazed what God has prepared for you. You can't. My, man, my mind can't understand it. My mind can't understand this whole at the cross. It was amazing. It started out with a few people in a little bedroom and didn't know it would, would come to this point in here. I, I could never have conceived an incredible building that we have to worship uh, our Lord and Savior in right now. It, it just shows you, and, and the blessings just go on and on. My, my mind can't conceive what God has in store for you. And the same with you. I, I pray you're excited every day when you worship your Lord. I pray you're excited. He has something special in store for you. Um, when you fear the Lord, you put him, all things first, he has, he's going to do amazing things in your life. Um, 1 Corinthians, down a few verses, chapter 2, 15 and 16. Um, the person with a spirit makes judgment about all things, for such a person is not subject to merely human judgment. For who has the mind of the Lord so as to in instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Can you imagine you have the mind of Christ? When you have his word in your heart and mind, when you, uh, 
the Holy Spirit come into your life, you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have the mind of Christ. Your mind is, is going to work differently. Your mind is going to be so incredible that uh, you cannot comprehend. And what happens? Your family changes. Your friends change. The church changes. Incredible things happen in, in your life and in all those around you. Um, I pray that uh, you begin to have the same mindset of Christ. The Apostle Paul's uh, words um, are going to be my closing comments today in, um, in Philippians chapter 2, 1 through 5. Um, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one of one mind, do nothing out of selfish ambition and vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but to each of you, uh, to the interests of others. In your relationship with one another, there it is, have the same mindset of Christ Jesus. Uh, yeah, it, it's so simple. All it is is you and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and his word. I pray that you, you would have the same mindset of Christ. Uh, fear the Lord. You know, maybe it, it comes across a little weird to people. Fear the Lord. I fear the Lord more than anybody. I, I want to please him more than anybody. I had a, I had a, a dad who was, uh, a, a, he was a mean dad. And I did fear him. Um, but it was a fear of scared fear. But I have a father in heaven that I have a reverent fear for. I, I love God so much, I want to do his will all that I can. And, and every day it's a struggle, but I have a reverent fear for him. I, I love him with all my heart, son, mind, and soul. How do I do that? Because I search for hidden treasure. I'm always looking for what God has in, in store for me. I pray for it constantly. I pray for wisdom. I pray for knowledge. Um, the, the scriptures have just opened up my heart and mind. I pray you would do the same thing. Uh, like, and what, what did Jesus say? I came to do my Father's will. Yep, I came to do my Father's will. And I pray you could say the same thing. Don't be a fool for another minute. Don't let Satan whisper in your ear. Um, remember Proverbs 1-7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Um, you need Jesus in your life. You need Jesus. He needs to be the Lord of your life. If he isn't, today is the day. You know, the scriptures say today is the day. You know, why wait another day if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? All you got to do is repent of your sins. Repent of your sins and make Jesus the Lord of your life. Accept him into your life and, and live for him. Live for the uh, reverent God the rest of your life. And I've stumbled. I've bumbled many times over my 40-some odd years of being a Christian. But I've, uh, what, what happens? The word speaks to me. The Lord straight, uh, straightens me out by his word. I've searched for it like hidden treasure, and I pray you would do the same thing. So let's stand and sing the song of invitation, and uh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our, our uh, lesson today. May it, may it be uh, important to every person here. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Thank you.